Episode 4, we're back with one more. Man, this is episode 4. Let's go. That transition. Still fucking shit. Uh, we're gonna figure it out. You know, we're we're gonna figure it out. This is still new. Um, Hi, this is Max. This is uh, It's Not That Funny Podcast. And welcome to episode 4. Uh, just gonna kind of... I guess I would catch everybody up. Had a busy, very, very busy, very, very busy week. And um, a lot of stuff happened this weekend. A lot of stuff happened last week. Uh, first and foremost, got the W. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, uh, I'm in a mini competition within a competition. And um, I beat I beat Tupo this last week. Um, if, you guys, if you guys keep up with Tupo on Two's Company... Me and him kind of have this thing going. It's um, it's like a podcastception where I'm talking directly to you right now, Tupo. Meanwhile, he's talking directly to me. Meanwhile, no one has a fucking clue what either of us is talking about when they're listening. Um, but I beat him on the Apple the Apple competitions. We're finally tied four four. Uh, he apparently thought it would be a good idea to go to sleep with five points left. Brother, I'm just going to say it, you know, you don't, don't sleep on me because that's what you did. And now you got an L. Um, give you guys an update on fat camp, uh, going, going a lot better. I've, I've been tracking my calories. I've been watching everything, kind of paying attention to what I'm eating and, uh, I'm losing weight again, pretty consistently. So I'm pretty happy about that. I know a lot of, I talk about Tupo primarily. I talk about Tupo. That's about it. Um, there are two others in our fat camp, Daniel and Joe. Now, the reason why I don't talk about these guys is because right now, Tupo is priority number one. Gotta be him. That's all that really matters at this point. Everyone else is just there. Uh, but, uh, lately, Joe, Joe started doing cardio, and that's scary, because I, I know Joe's an athlete, and so did Daniel. So, like, these guys are actually doing shit now. Which is crazy because, you know, initially when this is all bullshit, like this whole fat camp thing is, is a, you know, kind of a joke. Um, well, at least for them it was. Uh, for me, I was thinking serious because I don't want to die because I have kids now. Um, you know, and, you know, they were kind of like fucking pitty-pattying around and like, uh, I, ate, I ate five pancakes before weigh-in. It's like, what are you talking about? You know, and now we got dudes doing cardio. I think my boy Daniel, he created an Instagram page, which is... um fit to fight uh 775 and he's a big boy but he's gonna lose a lot of weight and he's gonna track it which is kind of cool you know um i initially had i i just wanted to post my body because it was something that you know i know a lot of people don't do and i know it's scary for a lot of people and it was just my way of well a lot of people are gonna think it's fucking lame and i'm here to say i don't give a fuck um because at the end of the day no matter, you know, what I say or, what, you know, what I do, someone's going to find something stupid that I do. 
But uh, yeah, I, I never thought that by me posting my pictures of my fat body, my big vanilla fat body, that um, you know, it would in a way you know get motivate Daniel to do kind of the same thing. Boy, I didn't take his shirt off. Come on, Daniel, take your shirt off. Show us the goods. But you know, nonetheless, it's still you know, anytime you put yourself out there in a vulnerable state to people that you know or people that you don't know. It's kind of dope, and I uh, I applaud him for that. But uh, you know those guys are kicking it up a notch, so I might be talking shit to them. Might not. I'm not scared yet. I'm not worried. I'm I'm not scared of anything. I'm not worried yet. Um, they're still they're still pulling up the back of the pack, and right now I would say I have my sights set on Tupo, but he's behind me right now. So at this point in time, I'm just kind of in the front. You know, I'm 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 running point. Um. But uh, yeah, losing weight, progress is going really well. That I'm, I'm like, I'm digging it. I, uh, I've been running it pretty consistently now that my foot's back to, my ankle's back to somewhat normal. And um, I did a practice 10K on a treadmill, and it was, it was a horrible time. But I don't know how to, I don't really understand the concept of treadmills and how they track. I know it's rotations or whatever, but. It, it makes no sense. Like my Apple watch will tell me that I ran like 27 miles. The treadmill will tell me I ran like four and a half miles. And uh, meanwhile, I'm like, I'm fucking dying. You know, it feels like a harder run. Um, you know, it, it running six miles on a treadmill is extremely boring. Uh, I think if I did the 10 K outside my practice, 10 K, it'd be, it'd be way more fun. Uh, just, which that's, that's fucking stupid. Uh, yeah, you know, running six miles sounds like fun, but I just the fact that my scenery is changing is enough to keep me intrigued. Or, or like it's kind of hard to zone out on a treadmill. It's kind of dangerous. I don't want to be that guy who uh, eats shit and then just goes flying off the treadmill and I get like severe rug burn. You know, and then all the fucking gym bros are laughing at me and shit. Uh, you know, plus you know I'm fucking big. I mean, could you imagine a two hundred seventy five pound man flying off a treadmill? You know, like that's just any other guy would just kind of X himself off. But um, yeah, so kind of I'm, I'm thinking about switching back to outdoor running. The reason why I stopped doing that outdoor running was uh, I live next to Dick Taylor Park. I live by the university here in Reno, Nevada. And during the day, Dick Taylor Park, not a problem. Totally normal. Hella people there playing basketball. Fucking families are out there playing soccer and shit. You know, there's hella kids at the park at nighttime it's a perfect place to get stabbed by a homeless person. I think we've had like a couple women get stabbed. Like what, you know, like, like that's an odd thing to do. Stab a woman. Um, a couple people get killed. I mean, the other night we had, um, we had like a GTA moment where like cops are chasing this guy through the neighborhood and he just fucking slams into the side of a Dodge Ram. And it's like, you know, and that, that happens the second the sun goes down in that neighborhood. So I stopped running there. I was running up at the university, but uh, with school in session, they decided to lock all the gates on all the fields, so I stopped running up there as well. So I've been running on a treadmill now. But um, yeah, I might be switching that around. I'm gonna have to because I can't do. I can't. I can't do 10k's on a treadmill. It's it's absolutely it's horrific. Um, but yeah, so that's it was it was good. I, about an hour and 40 minutes uh for it to practice 10k. It wasn't too bad. I either take a leak a bunch and that's what's, what kind of concerns me with running a, a 10k is like how many times I have to take a piss like 
I don't like, is there just going to be places for me to pee while I'm running? Am I going to like pull like a, a super marathon or just like shit myself while I'm running, you know, at a 14 minute pace? Um, I don't know. I don't know how these things work. I've never done something like this in my life. I've never ran a race. Um, that's a lie. The last time I raced somebody seriously was my junior year of high school. It was like the second week of spring camp and I raced this guy named Big Mike and it was the world record longest 40 yard dash. Uh, I was really at a, I was, a, I was a really, really fat kid. Um, June, sophomore year, like ending sophomore year. And, uh, this was before I got into shape in football. And I think we, me and Mike, I ran like an 8.9 second, uh, 40 yard dash. And I think Mike ran a seven, a seven, nine. It was the slowest race. It felt like slow motion. Uh, that was the last time I actually raced somebody. So, you know, going into a 10 K, you know, it's like probably the most 35 year old white man thing I can do. Um, definitely I'm peak peak. I'm right. I'm right before midlife crisis. Um, by running a 10 K, but I'm also, you know, I'm, I'm not like delusional and thinking like, um, well, I kind of am. Cause I, now like you run one 10 K next thing you know, you think you can run like a half marathon. So yeah, maybe this is where it all kind of falls apart as it seems. So that's good. Um, but yeah, so, you know, kind of, yeah, that's just, I, yeah, I guess, I guess this is it. This is it. You know, you start running 10 Ks next thing you know, I'm going to join a book club. I will, um, I'll start going to the car wash a lot. I feel like that's something, uh, older white men do. They, they tend to spend a lot of time at the car wash. I will have my daily stop at Starbucks where I will talk to people annoyingly and I will die at 42. So that's where trajectory has led me. I used to be something and now this is what I've become. So that's awesome. Uh, next topic. So, you know, I, I know for a fact, 100%, a lot of you, last episode, didn't like it. Hey, guess, you know, guess what? Don't give a fuck. Um, everything that I do or say, or what you do and say will alienate or attract somebody. And I think getting past that and not letting something, you know, one prick says in his office to himself at midnight, uh, you know, to the point where you disconnect completely. I mean, yeah, if I'm harping on every single time, I would stop fucking listening to, but you know, sometimes you got to hear things you don't agree with. And that's what life is all about is sometimes you got to listen to people you don't agree with and then you laugh a little bit and then you know what happens the next week the guy says something and then you do agree with it and you know it's just it's just one of those things where no matter what um everything you do and say and, and if you think that you don't do or say anything that alienates anybody you're fucking delusional but if you are understanding that you're not always gonna say something that people like or that you know that there's going to be things people think is cringy that you do. And, and, you know, and that's okay. Yeah. It's okay to be in the cringe, uh, doing a podcast. That's fucking cringy. This is, this is cringy AF. Um, also you do whatever you want and, you know, and, and if you don't like people that do podcasts, well, I don't know. That's weird, you know, but you can do whatever you want. 
Um, you know, so in the same sentence where I'm talking shit about dogs, I'm do, I'm doing I, you're I'm doing a podcast, which is just as much you could fucking say that people do podcasts or this and that. So it's just understanding that, you know, that just kind of enjoy the suck and uh, you know, you know, I mean, I mean, dog people, you guys are fucking ridiculous anyway. Um, but yeah, so you know, I promise you, if you stick around. I am 100%. I'm going to say something that you think that you're going to agree with. I know for a fact. And then, you know, the next week or the next breath, I'm going to say something that you're not going to agree with. And that's totally okay. And we can totally do that. We can, we can, I mean, we can be here together and I can be talking to you and you can, you can be listening to me, you know, and if you're, you know, you're at work right now, you're in your, your, your pickup truck driving home. And for whatever reason, this is what you decide to listen to for the 30 minutes of free thought space that you have before you have to go home to your fucking life. And then, you know, you're a dog person. So the first thing you do, you walk in, your dog's fucking barking at you. He already wants to go for a walk, you know, and the, and the 30 minutes it takes you to get from work to home, you decide to listen to this. I'm, I don't know why, but, you know, stick around. And, you know, next week I might say something you agree with. Uh, but, yeah. So, I mean, here's, you know, here's something. Um, here's something important that we just did. I hate, you know, and I, and I, and I mean this, I hate gender reveals. I fucking hate them. Okay. I, I, I think they're dumb. You know, I, I, I don't, you know, I'm not there. I'm not there. I'm not there for them. Um, they're always catastrophic. Normally, normally they're catastrophic. Normally they're absolutely ridiculous. I saw one where two dudes were wrestling in a blue and pink shirt and then one guy tapped the other guy out. And then that was the gender that won. What the fuck are you doing? Like that, watching that video, hey, hey you, what are you, what are you guys all doing? Like you guys are watching two grown men wrestle in a living room to see what shirt wins. Oh my God. Like I can't even, I can't even watch it. Blows my mind. Um, so, you know, in the same sentence, I had one, you know, my wife, my, my wife didn't get a lot of the good things that, uh, wives, pregnant women get the first go around because COVID existed. Can you even, can you even say COVID on a podcast or will the fucking FC, will I get shut down for that? I, I think I have to say the Coca-Cola virus or some shit. Um, anyway, I'm going to say I'm a free man. Uh, it's America. Do, do what you want. Um, yeah, COVID existed. So my, my wife didn't get a lot of the parties and, you know, she didn't get any gender reveals and I was against them anyway. And uh, she didn't really get a really good baby shower and shit. So this this time around, uh, with this second baby, we're really going to go all out. So we did a gender reveal. We did something very simple. We, you know, we got a cake, um, you know, and uh, it wasn't what I wanted to do. I, I said, if I wanted to do a gender reveal, I wanted to take some steel rounds, some steel wolf rounds, go out into, you know, public land. And I wanted to shoot steel rounds at steel plates that were buried in bushes. Now, I think that would be a good gender reveal because, you know, you see those ones before um, on the news when, you know, they start a gigantic fucking forest fire. And I just felt like the bigger the fire, maybe it would have been a boy. If it was a small fire that they put out, it's a girl. Uh, my wife didn't, she didn't think that was a good idea to shoot a gun around a, a pregnant woman. So we ended up just, we just went to Joseph's Bakery here in Reno and got a cake. Uh, not, you know, 
not what I wanted, but you know, let the wife have a win. Um, yeah, we did a gender reveal. I, um, I get a lot of anxiety leading up to things like that. I don't like things getting spoiled for me. Um, so I was worried that someone was going to fuck up and look and then, and then tell us, tell me, uh, what the baby is. And I, you know, even though I'm about to find out anyway, um, even though I thought I already knew, which I did know, I'm having another girl. Um, I, I am going to be a girl dad. I am a girl dad. I already have a girl. Um, anyway, let's go back to the original topic, daddy. Um, but yeah. And, uh, you know, during the, you know, during the cutting the cake, dude, I'm literally on a hundred. I'm like, dude, someone's going to fucking ruin this 10 seconds before I find out. Instant pissed. Uh, no one did. Uh, cut the cake, found out I was a girl. I was, I'm very happy. I, I knew I was going to have a girl. Um, I, it would be nice to have a boy. And my only reason why I see, okay, here's another thing I hate. I don't understand people when they're like, oh, I hope it's a boy for you. I hope it's a girl for you. What do you fucking care if I have a girl or a boy? That doesn't make sense to me. You know, what are you, what are you talking about? Um, what, what is that? What is that about us? What is that about us? us? Oh God, I hope it's a boy. Hey, why? That's fucking weird. That's weird to me. It's weird to me. You know, the only two people that should really give a shit is me and my wife. And even then it is what it is, brother. Um, now in the same sense, I wished, no, I don't wish I was hoping to have a boy, uh, for one, I'm gonna give him a nuts cut. I'm not having a third kid. I say that now. Uh, I'm probably going to bang an ass job when I graduate my bachelor's degree and going to want to have like 17 kids and live on a fucking, uh, you know, like a, a like a, a farm in Texas. But as it stands right now, I'm going to get my nuts cut. The second, the third second this baby's born, I'm going to have the same doctor who cut, you know, who, who takes the baby out of my wife. I'm going to just pull my nuts out and just ask him to snip my shit right there on the spot because we're not wasting any time, daddy. We are going to get that shit done. Um, but again, you know, I said shit now. In in another year and a half, I'll be saying, you know, I'm expecting my third kid. Uh, really back in. So the reason why I want a boy is because I feel this need to have the, uh, you know, have the opportunity to raise a man. Um. Growing up in, you know, growing up in, you know, as me. <laughs> that's a weird thing to say. Anyway, moving on. Um, you growing up. Uh, my dad was intermittently in and out, uh, consistently throughout my whole entire life. And I feel like given the opportunity, if I could have raised myself, I would have done an immaculate job of, you know, I wouldn't be who I am, but maybe that'd be a good thing. I always, I don't understand when people say that when they're like, uh, you know, I went through the things, um, I went through and you know, it made me who I am. Hey, maybe who you are fucking sucks. And you know, maybe, maybe. Maybe you didn't have to go through trauma. Could have been a better person. Uh, you, you know, we always don't have to go through trauma, you know, or horrific things growing up uh, to be who you are now. Uh, you can have, you know, I mean, well, you can't because your life has already been lived. But, uh, you know, saying that I went through everything and I am who I am and I'm so grateful for that. Also, you might be a shitty fucking person and it might be because of everything you went through. And, you know, that's just fucking, that sucks because you are who you are. And it is because of what you've been through. And that, that's an opportunity, you know, that's unfortunate. Given the opportunity, I could go back in time and raise myself. 
I do. I, I would be different and better. And there's nothing wrong with saying that. There's nothing wrong with saying you would be better if you were raised differently. You know, I, people get so weird about that shit. Uh, can't go back in time. Uh, I can't, uh, you know, what is that? Back to the future myself and uh, raise myself as a child. You know, I'm pretty sure that breaks some sort of time law. Pretty sure that's what Looper was about. I'd, I'd have to, like, kill my kill my young older self so i would just go back to get killed by myself you know and that just sucks uh oh my gosh that was a tangent anyway uh yeah you know and i just i feel like yeah i I would having an opportunity to raise a boy would be the opportunity to raise a man and to me that I, i that sounds amazing um but on in the same sentence you know it's getting to raise women is is just as important, if not more important, um, in my, my, my opinion, you can disagree with me or whatever. Uh, just because, you know, it's, it's, well, if you guys don't know this, my wife is actually Mexican surprise. Um, but you know, you're not just raising, you are not you're not just raising a woman, you know, you are raising like I'm, I'm raising, helping raise cause my wife, uh, a woman of color. And I, I don't think people think about that. I can see why it can be, you know, a lot of times it can be an oversight and, but it's the fact is it's true. And, um, you know, I, I feel like being a girl dad, raising women and, you know, women of color is, is, is a challenge, but it's not like, you know, I'm like, well, I feel like that's no, Oh my God. That's nothing. I feel sorry for you. Oh man. You got the worst luck. Hey, listen here. What the fuck are you talking about? They're humans. Just raise them, right? Uh, but yeah, you know, uh, you know, it just it, it's it's as equally as important, if not more important, in some ways. Um, you know, and it's something I find challenging. You know, even at, at a young age, but uh, that I enjoy. I didn't know how much I would actually talk about my kids and my wife on this podcast, but if you listen to the first three, I think eighty-seven percent of the podcast is me talking about my wife. Don't think I'm going to stop doing that. It's not that I'm not a human. It's just my wife is absolutely insane. And some of the shit she does and says is worthy of everybody knowing because you would never know it if you knew her. And you'd never know it if, 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 you know, if, if I didn't tell you. And I, I feel like it needs to be known. Um, will she like that? Don't know. Probably not. Pretty sure she does it. Also, you know, you married me and this is, uh, part of my midlife crisis is, is hosting a podcast by myself and it's just what you're gonna have to deal with baby but yeah you know I'm, i uh i did we did the gender reveal and you know I, I i was a good sport about it i can be a really bad sport a lot of the times if i'm i'm very much under the impression that if it's not you know the t- fucking it's so cliche and dorky but if it's not a hell yes it's a fuck no but that's that's true for me um I I don't want to do things that I don't want to do and I I don't know why like you can call it selfish you can call it whatever you want it's I I feel like I'm wasting my time that's something I've realized with this podcast is I've, I've noticed is that I think I'm wasting my time a lot I think people waste my time now is that inconsiderate yes it can be um is that the way I feel yes that's how I feel. There are times that just how I that's, that's what I am. Can I change that? Don't know. I haven't tried. Don't plan on it. If anything, I've gotten worse. I've gotten more like 
the more I don't want to do something and you make me do it, I'm going to be so fucking miserable on purpose. Hey, that's super toxic. Don't care. You know, and it's just, I just don't, I don't want to do things I don't want to do. And, you know, and with the, the gender reveal, I, I wanted to do it because I, for my wife, my wife deserves it. Um, but there's just certain things I just, I don't want no fucking part of. And, but like, dude, but they get people like just cut a cake, pop a popper. Well, you know, the deadlift thing. I don't know if you guys have ever seen this on Instagram. I think sports center posted a video of it when like a couple's like deadlifting. First off, you're deadlifting like 225. Put some weight on the bar. Like, I want to see a fucking gender reveal where they're deadlifting like 755 pounds. I don't want, no one wants to see you lift a, a rubber 25 pound plate off the, off the ground so we can see pink dust shoot out the sides and then you guys are fucking ecstatic, you know? That's the stupidest thing ever. It's so dorky. It's like, it's, it's fucking, it's more cringe than, than making a podcast for sure. But you know, it's just, it's, it's insane. Like, dude, you know, it's not that serious. The gym's not that, it, the gym's not your life. You know, these guys are like wearing like gym shark to their baby shower. What are you doing? You know, yeah, you an Insta model. No, fucking stop. You know, just do a popper, or cut a cake like a normal human being. Um, you know, or when people are like the okay, I don't know what's worse. You guys will have to tell me on my Instagram. Um, is it worse to do the deadlift that drop the deadlift? You know, you know what? I, you know, drop the deadlift to see what the what the dust is, or is it worse to do the the boxing one where they hit mat, the mitts? And then they hit the, they finally punch the mitt hard and then it pops into blue smoke or, or pink smoke. Which one's worse? You know, because in my opinion, the boxing one's super cringe. These are guys that are never, ever, ever, you know, you don't see fucking, um, you know, you don't see Canelo doing that shit. It's always some guy who fights at the YMCA who like, who might have hit, you knock some kid out in high school and like fucking dropped him and and then then from that point on he's like oh I can fucking box and then he's just been doing that you know for 17 years and you're you know you're looking at the twilight years of your career and you're trying to still make it into the amateur league and that guy's going to do the gender reveal by punching a fucking boxing man and then pink dust goes everywhere now that's that's what I think is the worst one uh deadlifting is so fucking close cuz these these people are shit they're just shit you know and it's just like deadlifting's in my life Dude, stop. You know what I want to see? You know what the gender reveal I want to see? I want to see someone squatting weight with their wife. And then I want them to get fucking folded. I want them to get folded under the weight. I want it to be so much fucking weight. I want it to be like, I want them, all right, tandem squat. Tandem, you know, wife, husband squat. Uh, And I want it to be like 805 pounds. And I want them to get so fucking folded. The weight slammed down on the ground pop pink smoke everywhere you know that would be that i would fucking share that one on instagram for sure that would be incredible um yeah just fucking oh l5s just shooting out their fucking spine pink dust shooting everywhere and everybody's jumping around and shit and these people are crying in agony you know and they have like sciatic pain for the rest of their lives like let's let's fucking let's get real or you know just go out and shoot some fucking steel plates with steel ammo and just light half a forest on fire. And then that's a hell of a way to have a gender reveal too. Uh, you can also do whatever the fuck you want. It doesn't really matter what you do. Because I think I'm just, I think it's going to be stupid no matter what you do. 
Um, but yeah, that's that's uh yeah, that's my opinion on gender reveals. Jesus Christ. Uh, it's funny being a girl dad. Uh, I knew I always knew I was gonna be a dad, no matter what. I I talk so much shit. I was like, I'm never gonna have fucking kids. And then you know, I had a kid. And I'm like, oh, I'm only gonna have one kid. And now I'm having two kids. And then I say I'm gonna get my nuts cut in in December. And you know, I, I just honestly, I don't I don't know why more people don't get vasectomies. Like guys, listen. If there's men out there listening to this and you don't have a vasectomy, and you feel like it t- like getting a vasectomy takes away your manhood or whatever. You're fucking soft, and you probably simp into Andrew Tate. Now, if you're on the other side of the fence, and you feel like you know I want to get a vasectomy, if I just I it's the most power move you can make. You know what I mean? Men are irresponsible as fuck. They're just are. They're stupid. We're stupid fucking human beings. Um, you know, you go fucking splurging off into people, and you make babies. That's your fault. Put a condom on. Oh, you don't want to get a vasectomy. It's just a vasectomy is a power move. You you take you take all the control and put it in your hands. You know you don't have any more Drakes where you got to put you don't got to do the Drake move where you got to put hot sauce in your condom. Uh, you don't got to do the fucking sneaky link pull out, and then you know you fucking come back in and you know they're scooping shit up into them and stuff like that. You know you you, you have all the control. You do whatever the fuck you want. You just Gert City, you can do whatever you want. And I just, I don't understand what put people in the train of thought that, like, you know, getting a vasectomy takes away your manhood. If anything, it gives you more manhood. Now, uh, this also might be because I think you shouldn't have kids with more than one person. And I think maybe a lot of you don't think that that's right. And that's why you don't want to get a vasectomy. But, you know, I'm I'm a vasectomy advocate. And I feel like all men, once you have, you know, so you have one kid get it done if you have one kid and then you get divorced with a woman and then you don't plan on getting back with that woman just to have a kid you know super toxic relationship but if you don't do that you should get a vasectomy i just think it's the best thing to do you know i'm all for um you know i'm if any of you, i'm super in the anime if anybody's here watching attack on titan i am i'm aaron at the end but then he's not he's not really with us but he is all right i'm i'm his brother you know i'm out here trying to euthanize men that way we don't uh you know keep fucking up by getting more than one woman pregnant so i am a vasectomy advocate jesus christ that was oh brother if you guys are still with me i I just hit 30 minutes i'm gonna go on a little bit longer i got some more things to talk about um but damn that was something that we got through that one i'm trying to slow my pace down uh i hope it's working because listen to the last episode was nuts uh, I, I talk really fast i don't mean to it's just trying to get all my thoughts out as quickly as possible sometimes it's just the way i work but trying to trying to reel it in a little bit trying to reel it in uh you know but yeah i just these are my thoughts uh i think another like controversial this is a hot here's a hot take i hate when people say hot take i think it's fucking stupid Here's a hot take. I think, now this might sound insane, I feel like the divorce rate should be higher. Yeah, let that sink in. You heard me. I feel like more of you should not be together. That's just my observation. If it's a 57% or whatever, I feel like it should be like 78. You know, because for one, half, uh, more, well, obviously more than half of you shouldn't be together. You know, out of the half left, 
more than half of you shouldn't be together either. I just, I feel like, you know, um, you just, you know, there's, there's so many people who are married and I don't get it. And I just feel like we should just, we should promote divorce. I feel like that should be more promoted. Um, you know, I, I guess I'm also a divorce advocate, uh, because I feel like more of you should not be together. And that's just the way I feel. I think it's, uh, sometimes I think marriage is an insane concept. I just don't think I, you know, how many people are actually built for marriage. I think it's such a small amount of people. We're just different human beings these days. Um, and I think the concept can be outdated. Uh, I had a huge fucking wedding, so I'm a hypocrite. Um, I've also been with my girl, my, my girl. Yeah. Oh God. If you didn't just fucking cringe right now, brother, I just said my girl, don't let me slide. Oh, um, so I've been with my wife now for over like almost 15 years now. Uh, you know, so we made it this far, uh, without, you know, getting the fucking big D. So, um, we're pretty solid, but you know, people fucking do call crazy, sort of crazy shit when they turn like you know, 25 years into marriage or whatever. But my, from me on the inside looking out, you know, I just, I see people and I don't understand why you would get married. I, I feel like that's another, like, that's a thing we need to break is this uh, ideology or this fantasy fantasy of marriage um just because i just don't, i don't think it's for a lot of people uh, and you know a lot of you might be like well that's easy for you to say you fucking you know you're married and you've been married for a couple of years now and you've been with your fucking wife forever oh yeah you found your number one uno and uh, you fucking lucky bastard you're fucking telling me what to do and you don't think marriage is for me well don't believe me just watch and um and I'm here to say, yeah, no, I don't think marriage is for you. I don't think marriage is for a lot of people. Uh, this Again, this is just my opinion. You might not agree with it. I know dog people right now are cheering because they fucking don't want anything but a dog in their life. So those people are W's right now. You're winning. Now, people who are forcing love, you're taking an L right now because that's just the way it is. Uh, but I think it's outdated. I think it's a shitty concept. And I, I don't think it works for a lot of people. I uh, don't think it works for hard, you know, hardly anybody. I'd say 28% of the population. There you go. There's there's a statistic. Um, you know, I guess I, I forgot to ask questions. Uh, not that a lot of you asked me questions, but I still did. I, I was, I was meaning to do that. Um, but you know, I guess, I guess we'll dive in a little bit darker topic, uh, a little deeper topic. I had someone very, very close to me pass away this last weekend. My Aunt Pat. Now, I was very close to my Aunt Pat growing up. Uh, partly because not having a father, you, you have to find these other figures. Now, my Aunt Pat was a venomous, venomous human being. She's probably in hell right now, to be very honest with you. I love her, but that's where she is. You know, And that's okay to say. Uh, I, I don't think it's not okay to say. Like, I don't think it's it's not, not okay. I think it's okay. I, I don't think it's, it doesn't do anybody favors when you lie about things. When people are shitty or, you know, they're fucked up in your life or, you know, they're just fucked people and they die, it doesn't instantly give people a pass. And that sucks. It sucks to hear that. It sucks to say that. Like even me saying that about my Aunt Pat, it does suck, but it's the truth. Um, a large portion of her life, she's a really shitty person. There are moments in her life where she was the you know one of my only people 
um, growing up. You know, she was like, she was my adult. And, you know, and then there are moments in there that are incredible. And uh, I guess I'll just tell a little quick story about her. So one time I go to visit my dad. Everybody gather around story time with Max Simon on the It's Not That Funny podcast. Um, Let me look at my finger and turn the page. When I was five and a half, I think six, I went to go see my dad for break. Now, my dad, he left me when I was little. And that's a fucking dude. If you want to hear a funny story, I'll tell that one day about how my dad decided to leave me, uh, you know, at my Aunt Pat's. Anyway, we'll, we'll cover that one another day. Um, so I visit my dad. He lives in Washington. And what do we do the whole entire time I'm there on break? Why do I remember the story? I don't know. The whole entire time we're in break, we watch Disney movies. And that's it. We just sat around the house. We we watched Disney. We had VHSs. We watched Disney movies. We might have went and got food or met up with, like, my grandma or grandpa, um, you know, at the time. And... But the rest of the time, we just sat and watched Disney movies. Now, back in the 90s, that was fucking lame. You know, who does that on a vacation? Nowadays, that's all people do is watch Disney+. Plus. Nowadays, if I went on break and I told, you know, I came back from break and all people would want to talk about is, did you watch Kenobi? Did you, did you guys turn into Disney Plus and watch Kenobi over your break? Did you fucking watch uh, Baby Yoda? You know, that's all people talk about these days. Oh my god, guys, you guys are fucking not gonna believe this. She-Hulk came out, watched it in fucking 10 minutes. Like, you know, like that today, totally normal. When the 90s, if all you did was watch Disney movies, you were a fucking loser. It's like, you know, you didn't even have like Point Break or like a good movie to watch. All you did was watch like fucking, I mean, it was like Sleeping Beauty and shit like that. So, I come from, I come back from break and it's the stupidest, you know, it's a fucking lame. It sucked. Uh, I didn't, I didn't have a good time and I have, um, you know, I go back to class and we're all going around telling everybody what we did. And, um, and I decided that I wasn't going to tell everybody I, I watched Disney movies and mind you, I'm, I'm in, in kindergarten, first grade. And, uh, you know, they asked me what I did over the break and I say, well, me and my dad, while we were in Washington, we went and hunted black bears and my teacher was appalled. And I said, you know, we, we hunted them and we collected the meat. And, uh, you know, I guess my teacher was playing along with this and she said, well, Max, what did you do with the skins? And my six year old brain said, we gave them to the native Americans. Hey dude, that's, that's a six year old being extremely racist, extremely ignorant. Um, you know, because I thought that, that I, honestly, I thought in Washington, there's just Native American people running around. And that's what I, I told them that we did. We hunted bears. We gathered the meat to eat it. And then we gave the pelts to Native Americans that were living in the forest because that's what they do. Uh, at least that's what I thought my six-year-old brain thought they did. And um, so my Aunt Pat got called in for a parent-teacher conference uh, very shortly after that. And she came home pissed. Uh, she came home extremely confused and extremely pissed. She was, she's, you know, she would foam at the mouth. She literally looked like a rabid dog at times. She would snarl and she would foam at the mouth. And, uh, as, as, as a kid, I thought that was the funniest thing you I could do is piss my aunt Pat off. Now, mind you, I didn't do that on purpose on this time, but I still got the same results. She came home furious and she was like, what the fuck did you tell those people? 
And if you don't think my Aunt Pat cussed at a six-year-old, she definitely did. That's where I learned all my bad words. Um, and I, you know, I told my aunt that I thought it was stupid what me and my brother did while we were in Washington. And my aunt Pat said, you can't be telling people you're killing, you're going out there hunting at six, you know, and you're hunting bears. I'm like, you know, like, like, I don't even know. I don't know what made me think of beer bears. I just, I felt like that was a good animal to pick. Uh, not deers, you know, not a not dangerous animal. We were going to kill fucking bears while we're in Washington. <laughs> and, uh, you know, she was concerned because, you know, the, I guess the teachers were, were concerned about my well-being at home. And uh, a lot of times kids tend to come up with really crazy elaborate stories when they have experienced extreme trauma. And uh, that's what they were concerned about. They were threatening to call the um, child services. They didn't threaten her, but I'm pretty sure that's the way the conversation was going was, you know, do we need a checkup? Is everything okay at home? How often does Max hunt bears? You know, it was their kind of mentality. But uh, that's one of my, that's one of, you know, going back, that's one of my favorite favorite memories of my Aunt Pat was me being six years old and her having to, you know, listen to these people tell them about how I, I killed bears in Washington with my dad. Uh, but yeah, that that was, uh, it was a good time. My Like I said, my Aunt Pat was, a, she was a very, very crazy person. She was a, a a big staple in my life growing up. Uh, but you know, she, you know, if, if I talked to the stories on her, she, you know, you guys would be appalled at, at the shit she would do, the shit she would pull, you know, and you know, the shit she would teach me at such a young age. But nonetheless, you know, rest in peace, my aunt Pat. Also, what does that even mean? I don't know. What does rest in peace mean? Who fucking knows? Uh, but we say it, you know, we just say rest in peace. You know, I, I mean, I say that shit all the time. You know, and then like, I'm uh, I'm one of those people who is I'm not like you know like oh I'm so sorry for your loss kind of people like when I do that to other people because I know people that's what people like, um well certain people some people I don't do that to, um but, you know I'm not I'm not one of those people just because it doesn't mean anything um you're it's just fillers it's filler language it's filler talk, you know I'm so sorry for your loss uh you know she could be a horrible person no you're not like maybe I'm celebrating her death. You don't know. You know, that's such an extreme, extreme thing to say. So sorry for your loss. Hey, this, you know, I could be like, no, I'm so glad that person's gone. And then you would be like, yo, uh, I think you need to see a therapist. That's not natural. And I would just be like, hey, I'm just spitting facts, brother. Um, but yeah, you know, and um, I don't I don't know why. I guess it's just a, a nicety. I think a lot of things are niceties. Like uh, when, you know, like the same day my aunt passed, passed away, uh, the lady at Starbucks asked me, oh, how's your day going? You know, and, and no one, no one at, like, I don't, we've gotten to this point in communication where like, that's just shit we say and we don't fucking mean it. And like, I hate that. I don't like that. Like, you know, this lady at Starbucks, you know, asked me, how's your day going? My aunt, I, you know, my aunt died like less than four hours ago, you know, and, and not peacefully, you know, like, you know, she went out pretty brutally, you know? So it's like. Oh, well, you know, this lady at Starbucks asked me, how's your day going? I'm going to tell her, well, you know, if you got a minute, I'd like to talk about how my aunt just died. You know, and then, you know, <laughs> they're going to be like, what? You know, that means hello. And it's like, no, it doesn't, you know. <sighs> but yeah, like that, rest in peace. Sorry for your loss. Um, you know, a lot of that shit just kind of means a whole lot of nothing. And it's very strange. But I partake in it. You know, I do the same shit. I'll... I ask people, you know, how's your day going? I mean, you know, and I, I try not to because I don't give a fuck because I don't want you to tell me how your day is actually going. 
I just I'm just saying hello, and that's what we're all saying is hello. Uh, but yeah, and yeah, so it's just uh, it's just weird. And uh, I felt like I didn't know if I was gonna talk about that on on the podcast, but this is like more for me. And if you guys get to enjoy it a little bit, then that's awesome. But it, I I didn't I didn't get to say goodbye to her. Um, she was kind of out of her fucking mind there towards the end. And I, I missed my opportunity to go visit her. I was supposed to go see her the morning she died. And that, that, that did suck. It was a moment where, like, you know, like, um, I talked about this when I answered the question, am I happy? And it's this is part of, like, right now I'm handling it extremely well. Um, you know, but that's because I'm in a good good state of mind. But, you know, when I talk about being afraid of happiness, it is this. It's this. You know, a week ago, I'm in a, in a really good spot uh, emotionally or mentally. And, you know, and then within four days, my aunt passes quickly, you know, and there's like no time to react. And if I was in a shitty spot in my head right now, that would be like, that would be a spiral out. That'd be devastating. And fortunately for me right now, I'm not. Um, there was a lot of good surrounding the weekend. It clouded it out a little bit. I've, I've also got to process it very well in my own head. Um, I needed time alone and to just work on it. And I, I, you know, I worked through it in my head, but that's, that's what I mean when I'm afraid of happiness is like when you're depressed and, and you're happy and you're high and then some shit like this happens, if you're not okay at the time, this could be fucking horrific. It could be detrimental. Uh, it could spiral you out. Um, I'm just, I am right now. I'm just grateful that, um, I'm not, and that, you know, that, that, that I was, you know, I'm able to, uh, you know, get, get over this now. Um, yeah, no, no, it's just seeing this time this in, in, in moment, this, in this moment in time, uh, you know, things can happen and, you know, something else could happen in the future and it could fucking spiral me out completely. I could be a, a lunatic, but right now I'm still doing really well. And, um, you know, I'm just mostly, I'm grateful for my new baby. I'm grateful for my wife, grateful for my daughter, grateful. My mom got to come down, which is incredible. Uh, to see, you know, to have for the party and everything like that. And I'm just, I'm, I'm still in a good spot. And uh, I'm, I'm kind of, in a way, I'm grateful for this podcast. This is, this is fun. And uh, I dread doing it every time. I, I have like a nervous breakdown and then I hit record and then all is well. But getting my thoughts and my, and my, my things out there is, is good for me. And, um, you know, looks like you guys will have to tune in for an episode five because I'm going to keep going. Uh, so yeah, I just want to, uh, take a quick second. Thank everybody for listening. I, I follow the numbers and I haven't had a drop off. You dog people stuck it out with me. Yeah. You fucking people who are out there, you know, burnt nuts off in random ass women and getting them all pregnant. You guys are still here with me listening. And, uh, you know, uh, hopefully, hopefully I got, you know, hopefully I didn't lose too many people at the gender reveal, um, in my, my, in my extreme distaste for it. But, you know, Tune in next week, and, and maybe I'll just say something you agree with. And on that note, I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this. I hope you guys have enjoyed my content so far. And I hope you guys continue listening. And I thank you all. And that's it. This has been episode four of It's Not That Funny with Max. And I'm signing off. Bye. Rich man.